Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Exodus chapter 14. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell the Israelites to turn back and encamp near Pi Hahiroth, between Migdol and the sea. They are to encamp by the sea directly opposite Baal Zephron. Pharaoh will think that the Israelites are wandering around the land in confusion, hemmed in by the desert. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart, and he will pursue them. But I will gain glory for myself through Pharaoh and all of his army, and all the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. So the Israelites did this. When the king of Egypt was told that the people had fled, Pharaoh and his officials changed their minds about them and said, What have we done? We've let the Israelites go, and we've lost their services. So he had his chariot made ready and took his army with him. He took 600 of the best chariots, along with all of the other chariots of Egypt, with officers over all of them. The Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, so that he pursued the Israelites who were marching out boldly. The Egyptians, all of Pharaoh's horses and chariots, horsemen and troops, pursued the Israelites and overtook them as they camped by the sea near Pi-Hahiroth, opposite Bel-Zephron. As Pharaoh approached, the Israelites looked up, and there were the Egyptians marching after them. They were terrified and cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, Was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you brought us out into the desert to die? What have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Didn't we say to you in Egypt, Leave us alone. Let us serve the Egyptians. It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. Moses answered the people, Do not be afraid. Stand firm, and you will see the deliverance of the Lord. He'll bring it today. The Egyptians you see today you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Then the Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. Raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea to divide the water so that the Israelites can go through the sea on dry ground. I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they will go in after them, and I will gain glory through Pharaoh and all of his army, through his chariots and his horsemen. The Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I gain glory through Pharaoh, his chariots, and his horsemen. Then the angel of God, who had been traveling in front of Israel's army, withdrew and went behind them. The pillar of cloud also moved from in front and stood behind them coming between the armies of Egypt and Israel. Throughout the night, the cloud brought darkness to the one side and light to the other side, so that neither went near the other all night long. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and all that night the Lord drove the sea back with a strong east wind and turned it into dry land. The waters were divided. And the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground with a wall of water on their right and on their left. The Egyptians pursued them, and all Pharaoh's horses and chariots and horsemen followed them into the sea. During the last watch of the night, the Lord looked down from the pillar of fire and cloud at the Egyptian army, and he threw it into confusion. He jammed the wheels of their chariots so that they had difficulty driving. And the Egyptians said, 
Let us get away from the Israelites. The Lord is fighting for them against Egypt. Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea so that the waters may flow back over the Egyptians and their chariots and horsemen. Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and at daybreak the sea went back to its place. The Egyptians were fleeing toward it, and the Lord swept them into the sea. The water flowed back and covered the chariots and horsemen, the entire army of Pharaoh that had followed the Israelites into the sea. Not one of them survived. But the Israelites went through on dry ground, with a wall of water on their right and on their left. That day the Lord saved Israel from the hands of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians lying dead on the shore. And when the Israelites saw the mighty hand of the Lord displayed against the Egyptians, the people feared the Lord and put their trust in him and in Moses, his servant. So the Lord intentionally had the Israelites camp by the sea and in the desert on one side, the sea on the other side. So picture in your mind's eye this huge, huge body of people camped in a desert right beside the Red Sea. And so the Lord said, Pharaoh will think the Israelites are wandering around in the land in confusion, hemmed in by the desert and, of course, hemmed in by the sea. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart and he will pursue them. But I will gain glory for myself through Pharaoh and all of his army. And so the Lord had this plan that it was going to look like the Israelites were helpless. But, of course, they were not helpless because God was with them. And so when the king of Egypt was told that the people had fled, Pharaoh and all of his officials changed their minds about them. And they said, uh, what have we done? We've lost our slaves. We've lost this source of income and these free workers. And so Pharaoh made his chariot ready, took his army with him. He took 600 of the best chariots along with all of the other chariots of Egypt. And so this involved the entire chariot army of Egypt. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, so that he pursued the Israelites. And the Bible says they were marching out boldly. They were proud. They were feeling confident. But all of a sudden, they see this great army bearing down on them, with the sea on one side and the army pursuing on the other side. And so in verse 11, they said to Moses, was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you brought us into the desert to die? What have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Didn't we say to you in Egypt, leave us alone, let us serve the Egyptians? It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. Now, friends, this grumbling and complaining against Moses and against the Lord was to be a hallmark of this generation of the Israelites who came out of Egypt. Unfortunately, they were quick to start accusing the Lord and accusing Moses of wrongdoing. They even went so far, as you just heard, to say they would have been better off as slaves in Egypt than in the situation they found themselves in now because they thought they were going to die. But this sin of grumbling and complaining begins here. And um, as we go through the book of Exodus and then later the book of Numbers, we will see this replicated over and over and over again. And ultimately, this grumbling and complaining will result on the judgment of God falling on them. Not this time, but over time. The Lord will tire of it. And so the Lord is listening to this conversation that the children of Israel have with Moses. Moses is, is, of course, a little perplexed, and he's seeking the Lord for help. And the Lord responds to Moses and says, why are you crying out to me? 
Tell the Israelites to move on, raise your staff, and stretch your hand over the sea to divide the water so that the Israelites can go through the sea on dry ground. And so, in other words, Moses, by this point in time, had seen the Lord move over and over and over again to deliver Israel from Egypt. Moses knew that the Lord had told him for them to camp there so he could show himself strong in front of Egypt. So Moses knew the word of the Lord. Moses knew the will of the Lord. Moses knew the power of the Lord. And so the Lord says to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Do something. And so in this instance, the do something was raise your staff and stretch your hand over the sea and divide the water. And so by faith, Moses did just that. The water parted and Israel started to cross the ground. And then the army of Egypt was perplexed, but they were a distant second to this vast crowd crossing the water, and the Lord had to defend them. So in verse 19, then the angel of the Lord, who had been traveling in front of Israel's army, withdrew and went behind them. The pillar of cloud also moved from in front and stood behind them, coming between the armies of Egypt and Israel. Throughout the night, the cloud brought darkness to the one side and light to the other side, so that neither went near the other all night. Now think about this, this manifestation of the pillar of cloud and the, the pillar of fire. For one side, it's positive. To the other side, it's negative. To one side, it is light. To the other side, it's darkness. And so to the armies of Egypt, God was holding them in judgment. God was standing against them. For the armies of Israel, God was standing for them. God was giving light to their path. For Egypt, there was nothing but darkness in front of them, and the Lord was um, dividing the two. The same manifestation, one positive, one negative. It's amazing. The people of God received a, a positive revelation of God's presence and power in that pillar. And the people of Egypt, who were opposing the purposes of God, received the negative one that was judgment through darkness on one side. And so neither army went near each other all night long. In verse 21 and 22, there's a very clear mention of the fact that this crossing over the sea was not a natural occurrence. Chapter 13, I mentioned that a lot of scholars have tried to claim that uh, this was a shallow area. It wasn't the real Red Sea. It was the Sea of Reeds, and the, the water was not very deep that they were able just to walk across. Well, that argument does not have much merit because here we find that the Lord says the water became a wall on their right and a wall on their left. It actually says that twice in this chapter. But reading in verse 21 and 22, Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and all that night the Lord drove the sea back with a strong east wind and turned it into dry land. The waters were divided, and the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground with a wall of water on their right and a wall of water on their left. Now, friends, that's not a natural occurrence. Dry in the middle, water stacked up like a wall on the right and water stacked up like a wall on the left. That is a supernatural occurrence. It's the hand of God. And so the Lord directly intervened with this manifestation to allow the Israelites to go across. And then as the night was ending, remember the, the Lord had set the pillar of fire and the cloud between the two armies. The Egyptian army was prepared to sweep down on the Jews. And so the Bible says the Lord looked down from the pillar of fire at the Egyptian army and he threw it into confusion. He jammed the wheels of their chariots so they had difficulty driving and they tried to flee, but it was too late. 
because um, the Lord told Moses to once again speak to the water and it would come back, and it did. It covered the Egyptian army. In verse 30, the Lord saved Israel from the hands of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians laying dead on the shore. And so this mighty deliverance was not a natural occurrence. It was prophesied by God. It was directed by God. It was a manifestation of his power against Egypt and for Israel. And so, Father, we thank you that you delivered your children once again. You showed yourself strong. And here we are 3,500 years later, uh, removed from these events, but still commemorating the great deliverance of Israel from Egypt. Thank you, Lord. You are the living God today, tomorrow, and forever. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.